On Wayne Brown's transport truce with Michael Wood, we have Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's business commentator. Hi, Fran. Hi there, Heather. Right. Who wins out of this truce? <laughs> I think both sides do, really. Um, it's, um, it's a very pragmatic um, it's, it positions uh, Michael Wood uh, very well in terms of his leadership for the future. Uh, he's conceded. But I think what there has been is a recognition that COVID has changed things. Uh, people are, you know, they're not um, necessarily all wedded to the car coming in and out each day. So I think Wayne Brown was absolutely bang on when he said that there needed to be another look at things. Uh, I think having this sort of quid pro quo, uh, he gets the new busway amped up faster. Uh, presumably, Michael Wood will get his light rail, but running surface rather than necessarily drilling under through um, bus out, which takes forever, you know, and, um, and and will be much more economic. Now, look, it might hurt a few people who live up in Mount Eden, Dominion Road and thereabouts, who are all part of Labour's um, catchment. But, um, you know, it, it seems to me to be pragmatic on both sides. Uh, I think the thing which is really interesting is um, how Wayne Brown has done a very sort of 180-degree turn on Panuku, who, of course, he was saying were completely useless a while ago, but now actually thinks they're the ones to get on and develop the Portland as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's done a bunch of U-turns here, Fran. Isn't he there a ri- Yeah, is there a risk, though, that, that, he, that he, he damages his credibility? I mean, I've got voter regret right now. I'll be honest with you, Fran, yeah. because I voted for him to stop light rail, Now he's, and he said he would, and now he's blinking well done a U-turn on that. So does he damage his credibility? Well, I think he's now getting lighter rail, <laughs> not light, <laughs> but um, <laughs> to a degree. But um, you know, he, he will be able to say, well, I had to give something to get what I wanted and then to move on and get the crossing moving as well. So decisions are made. We have a new kind of um, plan for Auckland, a new package, not just ATAP, but you know, basically bringing a few things together. I mean, what's really interesting is sort of around the traps, um, a number of those uh, in the council family, shall we say, have been getting mightily um, annoyed with him because he's been in all guns blazing, he's shot everyone and gone around and bayoneted the windows and suddenly (laughs) gone out and tried and resuscitated them again and put them out in the field, you know, to work again. So, I mean, it's quite a strange style and there has been the odd murmurs around town that... um, you know, how long will he last in this before council um, starts to move against him? And now the Auckland Council is not going to uh, really be, you know, cool on getting, say, a commissioner appointed there because it would look like yeah. for everybody. But yeah, well, I that's think a fair point. Back probably just in time myself because um, people were murmuring, they were getting annoyed. They were getting annoyed of the press statements coming out of um, Matthew Hooten and him every night at five o'clock or something. And what's happening now? What's our next move? Um, mm. But in some ways, he has he has um, shaken things up. Now the trick now will be to consolidate and move it along at pace. Fran, um, it seems to me that the two pet projects are unlikely to, to happen. I mean, there's a very good chance they don't happen. Michael Wood, it's a very good chance that his light rail gets killed off by the next government, and it's also a very good chance. Yeah, very good chance that Wayne Brown fiddles away with trying to move the port and it never happens. He gets votes voted out before it happens. Isn't that a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. It's both are a possibility. Yeah. And, but it's also interesting looking at how the government today has trimmed everything back. Uh, this is a government that's made the call to get rid of some stuff they're not going to get done before the election. Yeah. Uh, you know, light rail will be interesting. The business case hasn't 
yet come back, the fully-fledged one, they can quite easily kick that into touch until after the next election. Uh, mm. The interesting thing will be um, whether uh, what National comes up with, which appears to be more roads plus the harbour crossing, will be enough. Um, I think a lot of people would like to see light rail, but just not at $29 billion. at something more sensible going you know, across uh, already built up roads rather than massively expensive tunnels, which right. are getting more expensive by the day because the cost of the tunnelling gear and getting stuff done in infrastructure has escalated. Fran, thank you for that. Fran O'Sullivan, uh, NZME's business commentator. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.